is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline, assistanceforselfcare.com, where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can feel happier, healthier, and more confident. So today is Friday, Food Friday. We're going to talk about emotional eating and how you can help yourself. So last week I talked about permission-based emotional eating. It is totally fine and normal. It is completely normal to emotional eat. It is completely normal to, you know, on a Friday decide, Hey, I'm going to order a pizza and I'm going to enjoy that pizza. It is completely normal to want to have a glass of wine at the end of the night. Um, or, you know, some cookies, some sugar, like a dessert, right? All of those things are completely normal. And yes, they're emotional eating. It's, um, it is adding some novelty, some pleasure to your day. But what has become normal, but doesn't have to be, but it has definitely been normalized. And that is um, emotional eating to the point that you don't feel good. Um, You know, eating, overeating, completely overeating, it turning into a binge and not feeling good at the end of the night because of the food that you ate, not feeling good in the morning when you wake up feeling gross in your head and feeling gross in your body. So what I want to talk about today is using those things. When you notice those things, using them as signals that something needs to change. I think a lot of times people, if they wake up after a binge, they wake up after emotional eating, they wake up after overeating. It starts the shame cycle. It's the, oh my gosh, you know, I'm a terrible person. I always do this. I suck, blah, blah, blah. But what I want you to do is start picking up like, Hey, this keeps happening. What, what lesson needs to be learned here? It's a good question. What lesson needs to be learned here? Or what is, you know, what's happening in my life that needs more attention? What needs more nourishment? Um, because you're hungry for something, something is missing in your life and you're trying to use food to fill that thing, but it's not really working out the way that you want. Um, so you do need some attention. You do need some nourishment, but it's probably not food that you'd need. So I'm going to give an example from my life. Um, I shared, you know, let's see, it's September now. My July felt really weird and gross. My August felt kind of blah. The beginning of my September was not feeling so good. And I got to a point where I was feeling gross in my head and I was feeling gross in my body. I feel gross um, and not from food, but just I was kind of just groggy, um, low energy, feeling not so great in my head, feeling gross in my head, like saying mean things, saying hurtful things to myself about myself. Um, just, just not being a kind and pleasant person. Right. And so when that happens, when I notice that that is happening again, and I'm falling back into that pattern that has popped up throughout my whole entire life that, you know, me getting to that point of just feeling terrible, that has popped up in grad school, that's popped up in college, that's popped up in high school. Um, even elementary school, I think the first time that I probably was depressed was like in seventh grade and possibly even in like fifth grade. Right. So that's not new for me, but having tools to navigate that and knowing that when that pops up, that I 
it's not, it's not uh, a life sentence, but rather, oh, here's that thing again. That thing is here. You know, something needs to change. You're not feeling so good in your head and in your body, something needs to change. And that was, you know, the signal, like you, you need to change something in your day. And right. So what did I start doing? I started going outside more and going for walks and runs in the morning. Um, so it's been like two weeks of going for a 60 minute run in the morning. Um, even back in July, actually, that's when I first reached out to this farm to start volunteering, but it took some time to, for them on their end to get, um, things put together and to end their summer program and start their fall program. But now it's been three weeks of me volunteering just one day a week for a few hours at a farm. Right. But I know when I feel gross in my head and gross in my body and, you know, I'm spending too much time on a screen, I don't feel good. That is a signal for me to make a change for me to take action. Right. So when it comes to you and your relationship with food, when you notice that you are constantly turning to food and you are constantly emotional eating, and that is your, the only thing that you're doing, that's the only tool that you have in your bag, right? We talked about it last week. That's a tool, emotional eating. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's just that if emotional eating is the only thing that you do, then it starts to become a problem. It's like at the end of the night, you want to go on your phone and you want to scroll or you want to watch television. That's cool. But if that's the only thing that you do to unwind, then it becomes a problem. Okay. Let's get practical, right? Let's actually talk about what you do. So you wake up on Sunday afternoon and you feel gross from the the food that you overate on Friday, or maybe you wake up Sunday or Monday morning. That's for a lot of people. Monday morning, you wake up and you realize you feel gross in your body and you feel gross in your head from food over the weekend. You overate, you binge ate, you emotional ate. That was your only tool. That was the only thing that you had to do to fill time over the weekend. Or that was the only thing, you know, you were lonely, you were bored. And so you ate or whatever, right? That's the only thing that you had to do, right? So don't take that as a time to shame yourself, to tell yourself about how much you suck. Do not take that as the signal that you need to start a super strict diet, try to see what were you trying to accomplish, right? Oh yeah. I keep turning to food because I don't have a great relationship with my mother. And every time I get upset with my mother, I turn to food. Okay, cool. So we need to either improve the relationship with your mother or find other coping mechanisms. Okay, great. You get in a fight with your mother. Let's find some other things that you can do. You can go for a walk. You can, um, take a bath. You can drink a lot of water. You can take up a hobby, right? So there's something else that you need to do with that yucky emotion, with that energy there. Or maybe you turn to food every time you get home from work and it's a stressful day, you turn to food. You're like me, you stop at McDonald's and you get your French fries on the way home. And then you come home and you eat a bunch of cookie dough, right? That's the only tool that you have to deal with a stressful day at work. We need to come up with other tools to manage that other coping mechanisms, other actions that you can take. You can start running. (laughs) You can start running at the end of your workday. That's what I started doing as a teacher, Um, came home and forced myself to go run, even though I wanted to eat, forced myself to go run. Um, so that yucky emotion was still there, but I'm going to do a different action, do the opposite action of what you usually do to create a different outcome. So again, 
when you notice that you are emotional eating and you keep waking up and you keep feeling gross, see what problem you were trying to solve and come up with a different solution. And here's the thing and the bit, the, you know, consistently taking the action in the moment, you're not going to want to do it in the moment. You're going to want to continue eating because that's what you've been doing, right? But if you continue doing that, if you just keep doing the same actions, you're going to get keep getting the same results and you're not going to feel so great, right? So in the moment, you have to be like, oh man, you know, shoot, I said I was going to do this thing. You know, I listened to this podcast and I said I was going to choose a different action. You know, it's Friday night. I had a stressful week. I have to choose a different action. Or it's Saturday morning, I woke up, I feel gross from the food from Friday. Okay, but I'm going to choose a different action because if I keep repeating the same actions, I'm going to keep repeating the same results. And then I'm going to think that I need to start some restrictive diet, but I don't need to do that. I'm just going to choose a different action. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to I'm going to go call a friend. I'm going to go join a running group. I'm going to go join a kickboxing class. I'm going to go join the dance class, whatever it is. I'm going to go do something different, go do something different with my body. Um, and again, you know, create this life you actually do want to be living. We can't just pretend, um, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to create the life that you want repeating the same actions. Additionally, I, I also like to mention that there are so many people that do think that the answer is to go on a restrictive diet because they have this made up thing in their mind that when they weigh 120 pounds or they're a size two, that they're not going to have these issues. They think that skinny people don't have, you know, issues with their family or thin people don't have stressful days at work or, you know, that they don't know how to, that they don't have stress in their life. They don't have problems or challenges. And that's not true. There's lots of very skinny people have, you know, issues, have family issues, have work issues. Um, look at celebrities, you know, celebrities, they have these glamorous lives, but truthfully, like there's a lot of hurt and heartbreak underneath that glamour. Right. So, um, you can't pretend that it's just a food issue and that starving yourself and you're going on a diet is going to solve the things that's like, yeah, if you get skinny, but you still don't have a good relationship with your mom, then it's not solved. Or you can be skinny, but you still come home and have a stressful day from work and you don't know what to do with those things. Right. So now is the time to, to work on that. Great. I keep waking up and feeling gross in my head. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to choose an opposite action. And then you, and then I like to also have my clients map out, you know, we, we mapped out the bad things. Like you keep repeating what you're currently doing. What's that life going to look like? Let's map out. What if every time you come home from work on a Friday, you do go for a run or, you know, you do meditate or you choose to have one cookie instead of 17. What happens when you repeat that over and over and over again? Right. And map that out like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to feel better. I'm going to say kinder things to myself. I'm going to be more involved in my community. I'm going to feel better because I'm like creating this life that I want. Right. So it's, it's important to map out the good, um, the good life that you, you are creating step-by-step. So again, if you are emotional eating, don't think that this, the solution is just to try to cold Turkey it, find a different, different option for yourself, find a different solution to the problem that you're trying to solve. Um, and when you do that and you take action with this, you're going to, you're going to enjoy life a lot better. You're going to enjoy the journey. Um, you're not going to pretend that, 
you know, your magic is going to arrive, but rather you're creating the life that you want. So take, take action on that. Send me an email, send me an email at coach Jacqueline at JacquelineRicchio.com. Let me know what you're going to do. What action are you going to take based on today's episode? Take care. I will see you on Monday. We'll chat movement Monday. Bye. 